Welcome back. You're listening to Patriarch, the retelling of the biblical story of Abraham by me, Colin Piper. You've come to a relatively short podcast because I've had to try to find a natural break in the storyline. But having said that, it's a really powerful one. The story of a woman of faith and love who somehow managed over a period of time to lose both and end up quite broken and and probably bitter. And it's a story of how the Lord knows her, loves her, meets her in that context and begins a beautiful restoration. I hope that you find hope in whatever you're going through in this wonderful story. Patriarch, Chapter 5, Part 2 Where is your wife, Sarah? they asked him. Abraham involuntarily jolted, as did one other. There in the tent was all he could manage by way of response with a brusque wave behind him. And then the stranger looked at Abraham, and Abraham knew him. He had seen him at the great tree of Moray more than twenty years before, but had first heard him and known him maybe ten years before that. Most recently this man had stood by him and over him in that dark hour just weeks before and had tenderly spoken into his life a word which had cut through to the very core of his being. He looked different and even sounded different. Yet somehow Abraham knew he was one and the same. The Lord looked at Abraham and said, I will surely return to you about this time next year, and Sarah, your wife, will have a son. And the Lord, having spoken, there seemed little else to say, and so in the silence which followed, the ordinarily unheard background noises came to the fore. Even then, though, the sniff and snigger from just inside the tent would have gone unnoticed by most, if not all. Where is your wife, Sarah? She'd heard the words and immediately crouched lower where she sat, and then she realised how ridiculous she was being. Even if they could see her, which they couldn't, she had every right to be in her tent. Furthermore, everyone would expect her to be listening in on the conversation going on outside. But still she felt guilty. Or was it scared? Despite the renewed love and sense of worth Sarah had found with Abraham, she still felt far too unworthy even to eavesdrop on a conversation between esteemed guests. The Sarah who'd held court with Pharaoh was a dim memory to the one who'd hidden away in her tent for these past 13 years, scared even of a little boy. Her sense of unworthiness fed her fear, and her fear fed her sense of unworthiness. She feared being noticed and hated herself for it. But more than this, cynicism had all but wiped out her faith. Her humour was dark, 
sarcastic and negative. She'd begun not only to expect the worst, but to thrive on it. The seeds were sown long ago when Hagar despised her, and in an odd way she had appreciated Hagar for it. It it was as though she was found out and, and needn't pretend any longer. It was a relief. And every subsequent revelation about her was a relief too. It punished her, and she deserved punishment. She was a fraud, unworthy of her station in life, a failure, useless in her appointed role in life. She would come back to it again and again. She was just a joke. She had a womb which couldn't conceive and a heart which couldn't believe. All about her was funny and so she would laugh a terrible yet irrepressible laugh. Oh, she hated the laugh. It was so cold that it could send a shiver down your spine but she couldn't prevent it. It now had a life of its own. And so as she heard the Lord speak, she was once more powerless to stifle the laugh. The very thought was funny that someone as old as Sarah should have a child by someone as old as Abraham. Uh, Amusing but irrational. A sweet dream but unrealistic. Sarah had been hurt too often by dreams. Now she chose to be rational and reasoned away her faith. She wished she was stronger, able to believe she could conceive, but those days were gone. There was no faith left in her to muster any more. If she was to believe again, it would be as big a miracle as conceiving the child. She had nothing left to give. It was hopeless ridiculously hopeless. But then, with one sentence, her rationalism was undone. Why did Sarah laugh and say, will I really have a child now that I'm old? The mere fact the Lord knew the unspoken words of her heart surely meant he was greater than any of her reasonable arguments. Therefore, surely he could deliver the child he promised. Oh, she so wanted to believe. She really did. She wanted to respond, and so she moved into the light of the tent entrance. There she stood, exposed and vulnerable, both physically and emotionally. And right there and then, She wanted to fall to her knees in faith. She so wanted to. But in the event, she could only stand there, frozen in fear. The Lord tried again. Is anything too hard for the Lord? In her heart, Sarah knew the answer. If he knew her heart and still accepted her, then no, nothing at all was too hard for him. She knew it, but simply couldn't confess it. Oh, again, she wanted to, but she couldn't. It was too late, too hard, too much. The Lord waited as if Sarah's response was important to him, but that, of course, was ridiculous. (laughs) 
if her response was important to him, then she was important to him, and that she knew really was ridiculous. Once more, she wanted to believe it, but couldn't. So she stood, still unresponsive, until the Lord had no choice but to go on. I will return to you at the appointed time next year, and Sarah will have a son. He could do it, and would do it, with or without her faith, but it was evident from the Lord's tone that there wasn't the same joy when her faith was missing. The whole exchange had been with Abraham, as custom would have demanded, but finally Sarah herself responded. She so wanted her words to be words of faith. But instead, all that would come out were words of falsehood. I did not laugh. Oh, perhaps she wanted to reassure the Lord but her effort was, of course, laughable. She wouldn't have believed the words and knew beyond any shadow of a doubt the Lord wouldn't. He saw into her very heart. She knew it. To deny anything which was contained there was futile and the Lord would stand for no nonsense. Yes, you did laugh. He spoke directly to her. The words were spoken matter-of-factly without any obvious point to be made or scored. The tone wasn't judgmental, but loving. He knew the truth. He had spoken, and it was and would be so. Sarah could no longer stand before him. Oh, She wanted once more to fall on her knees in faith, but... Still couldn't do this either. Instead, she moved away. Slowly at first, seemingly agonisingly slowly. Then, when finally hidden from view, she ran. As fast and as far as her aged frame would allow. She ran not only from the Lord, but also his promises. You're listening to the Patriot Podcast. For more information, you can go to biblenovels.com where you can become a Patreon supporter to support Overseas Mission.